This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And welcome to the Top Flight Podcast as we continue our Road to Moscow series previewing all 32 World Cup teams. We're just a few days away from the tournament and we're going to be previewing the Group B side, Iran. Team Melly. Back in the World Cup for the second consecutive time. Last time they were in it was in Brazil 2014. As I just mentioned, they did not get a win in that World Cup, losing two and drawing one. This is their fifth appearance in the tournament. They've only won one game in their World Cup history. That was against the United States and France in 1998, the first time the tournament had 32 teams. Iran kind of ran away with uh, qualifying in the Asian in the Asian Confederation, they really, I mean, this is the first time Esteban that they really just kind of ran away with it. Yeah, it seemed like they, they went unbeaten uh, and they were in a tough group with South Korea and surprise package series. Right, and Uzbekistan. And a lot of people pinned Uzbekistan maybe as that fifth Asian team that's going to get into that playoff. But Syria turned out to be that team. They were on this kind of a run and everyone was saying, oh, Syria, that would be an incredible story if they qualified. But Iran just kind of dominated and then Syria lost in an intercontinental playoff. But taking a look at this Iran team, obviously Iran isn't pinned to be a favorite, is not very is not pinned to really get out of their group, which contains Morocco, Spain, and Portugal but uh, there's a there's some talent in this team definitely yeah I mean you know there's winger Ali Ali Reza Jaham Bakash I'm sorry for mispronouncing the name that's what I do uh, he plays in the Netherlands top division for AZ he was the leading goal scorer with 18 goals as a winger uh, which is pretty impressive for that league. Uh, you also have the striker Sardar Azmoun, or as the press like to call him, the Iranian Zlatan, or maybe even the R- Iranian Messi, but it's better to call him the Iranian Zlatan. Uh, he plays in Ruben Kazan in Russia. He's very mobile, technically gifted. He can dribble, he can hold up, he can head the ball. He's been linked with moves to Everton, Villarreal, and Milan. Uh, he's a really interesting player, and they're both pretty young. They're both in their early 20s, uh, which is kind of a different wrinkle to this Iranian team because... As we saw in the last World Cup, they're very defensively sound and, you know, they want to park the bus, but they actually have some attacking talent that might be, uh, could exploit some of these teams in the And Sadar Azmoun has a tremendous international track record uh, at the age of 23, 23 goals and 32 caps. He plays for Ruben Kazan in Russia, so it's sort of like a home turf for him. He's playing in stadiums he's familiar with. He's playing in a country that he's been living in for uh, this past season. And then you have some of the more experienced players for this Iran team, uh, which include Eshan Hashafi, 93 caps, playing for Olympiacos, 28-year-old. Ashkan Dejaga, the vice captain. Masoud Sojai is the regular captain. And then you have Reja Gushanejad, who scored Iran's lone goal in the 2014 World Cup. And that goal actually clinched the first ever World Cup where all of the teams scored, all 32 teams scored in that format. But taking a look at this group for Iran, I mean, in general, this Iran team doesn't score a lot of goals. And usually when they're in World Cups, though, defensively, they're very sound. They played really well against Argentina in Brazil in 2014. That lone wonder Messi strike in the 90th minute the difference between a point and zero points for Iran so is Iran's defense going to be able to hold up with Cristiano Ronaldo and the likes of Spain's attack and even Morocco's attack who has talent too 
Yeah, I mean, Carlos Quiros is a pretty talented coach. He's Portuguese. He's going to be facing against the Portuguese national team. He has a system in place where uh, everybody's accountable on defense. Everybody has to make sure that they're behind the ball and that uh, you cannot score on them. I think that they might surprise at this World Cup. They have a lot of interesting talent all across their team. It's a very interesting mix of experience but also technical flair. I mean, uh, Ali Reza is just a really interesting player. I mean, he... Was he the only way I can describe him is just a flair player? He really can cause problems down the wing, and if you give him the ball with space, which might happen if teams try to overcommit on on the attack when they go against this Iranian team, he could really cause some damage. I mean, they certainly could beat Morocco, and maybe they could cause some trouble to Spain and Portugal. That's not a good matchup for either team. I mean, Portugal, we've already seen that they want to play a type of counterattacking system, and if they have to have the ball against Iran, there might be some problems. I mean, this Iranian team is built to beat a team like Spain or at least trouble them. And they could surprise against Portugal. I think against Spain, Iran will have a little more trouble since Spain, from goalkeeper to attack, have so much talent. I think Iran is just, just going to be a little bit more than they can chew against Spain. But I think that Portugal-Iran game could be very similar to that Argentina game. Portugal and Iran are playing in the last of the group games in Saransk on June the 25th. Iran opens against Morocco on the 15th, play Spain second on the 20th. But that Portugal-Iran game could be very similar to the Argentina game in that Iran is a very defensive team under Carlos Quiroz. Portugal is a very defensive team under Fernando Santos. And the difference in the game could literally just be a Cristiano Ronaldo wonder strike like it was a Messi wonder strike in Brazil. But I think this Iran team, out of all of the other Iran teams we've seen in the World Cups recently, pointing out, you know, last World Cup, 2006 in Germany, where they were also in a, a group with Portugal. They lost in that game. So I just think, attacking-wise, this is the most talented Iran team we've seen, I think, in a World Cup because they have Azmoun, they've got Ali Reza, they have Gusha Nejad. So I think attacking-wise, Iran could maybe score some goals. But if they want any chance of probably finishing third in this group or even getting out of the group stage, which would be a miracle, they need to beat Morocco. They have to win that opening game. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I think they can. I think they are really good on set pieces, as we saw in qualification. They were, I mean, they went unbeaten because of the fact that no team could score on them. And teams like Morocco, while they have a lot of, you know, they have some talent, they're not an untalented African squad, they might not be able to break down this Iranian team. I mean, this is one of the better defensive teams we've ever seen come out of Asia. And, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting. I think that they should be able to beat Morocco. I mean, at least the players believe that they can. This is definitely, and you were right about this, this is definitely the most talented Iranian team we've seen in many years, probably since the 1998 squad. Um, it's just, this is going to be a very interesting kind of, this is an interesting group for them because if they were in a different group, I think a lot more people would probably think, oh, Iran could maybe make it to the round of 16 for the first time in their history. Maybe they can actually win more than two games. So I think this is going to be, I'm kind of sad for them because they do have a lot of interesting talent and they are set up for a good tournament run, at least their system is, but they're just in such a tough yeah, I group. I do think if they were in group A, if they were in Russia's group, with that amount of teams, obviously with Saudi, if they like replace Saudi Arabia, because Saudi Arabia and Iran can't be in the same group because of the uh, confederation clashes. But I think if Iran was in Group A, they would have had a chance maybe to get out with Egypt and Uruguay still in there. But they're in Group B. They got Spain and Portugal. They've got to play some more world-class talent. But I want to take it a step further. Is this the first time in the Asian confederation that Iran is the best team out of the continent? Because you look at the other teams that qualified, Australia is making World Cups. 
but they haven't been performing in them. They've 2006, they got to the round of 16 by, you know, skin of their teeth, barely lost to Italy in that game. And then Australia just have been horrible in the last two World Cups. And South Korea and Japan, while they have some, you know, gems in there, some good talent, also haven't been performing in World Cups either. You know, they got to the round of 16 in 2010, but Asia had a terrible showing in Brazil. Is Iran the best Asian team now? I hesitate to say that the best, even though they were the best in qualification. I think this is probably the best talented Iranian team we've seen in a long time. However, they South Korea on their day could just wreck this team. And Japan on their day could potentially wreck this team. I mean, it's, it's weird because I, I like how they're set up. I like how uh, they want to play football in at least a knockout tournament style. But it's just like they don't have the talent to kind of compete. And, you know... I, they're definitely not going to be the, t the Asian team that performs the best at this tournament. South Korea could surprise people. Japan could surprise people. Even Australia, they're in an easy group. I mean, they could go to the round of 16, too, if they get some, <laughs> get some luck. But I don't know. I want to believe – I want this team to do better because they have this unique uh, – these two really interesting attacking players. But – I just I don't I don't think they are the the best team from Asia. In I this think tournament. in general, uh, Iran is going to be looking at this World Cup as sort of a, let's get some experience at a big stage. We're in a really tough group, Spain and Portugal. Probably not going to get out of the group. Let's get a win against Morocco. Let's put up good showings against Spain and Portugal. But then we get that experience for the AFC Asian Cup. And the 2019 Asian Cup will be the first Asian Cup with an expanded format. 24 teams in that tournament, January of 2019. Their group is already set. They're playing Yemen, Vietnam, and Iraq. So you would expect nine points in that group from Iran as all their games will be, be played in uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. So let's move on to the predictions, how we do predictions on the previews, as if you've heard the previous previews. We say maximum number of points in the group, and also if they can get anywhere far in the knockout stage. It seems like we've already kind of hinted at that. Is three points the max for Iran, or maybe salvage a draw against Spain or Portugal? I think four is the max. I think they could get a draw against Portugal or Spain, and more likely with Portugal than with Spain. But I would, I'm going to lean that they're only going to get one point from this group. I think they'll they'll draw against Morocco, but then lose against Portugal and Spain. I want them to do better, but I don't think it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I mean, I think Max is three. I don't think they can get a draw against Portugal or Spain because, again, Cristiano Ronaldo can have one chance. He'll take advantage of it. He'll score, and Portugal will win that game. And that's going to be the last group game after you know, a loss to Spain and Portugal maybe beats Morocco, Spain and Portugal might be already set to move on to the knockout stages, but it helps that that Spain-Portugal game is the first game in the group. Morocco and Iran will still have some hope of maybe sneaking out and upsetting Spain or Portugal after that first group game. But I think three's the max. Realistically, I think Iran maybe could finish third in this group, but um, you'll hear in our Morocco preview later on, you know, Morocco's not a bad team either in their first World Cup since 1998. But if Iran somehow got to the knockout stage, they would face off against a Group A team, maybe quarterfinal, but they'd probably finish in second and play like Uruguay or maybe Egypt. So no chance Iran's making it past the round of 16 if they even get there. Yeah, I, I think it's unlikely. But, you know, you're right. If they play Egypt or maybe Russia, uh, maybe Uruguay has a tough tournament and, you know, they surprise everyone and kind of suck and come in second. Uh, Iran could make the quarterfinals. I know that some Iranian press 
uh, are saying that if they are able to get out of this get out of this group, then Iran could make the quarterfinals, which would be insane. But I, I don't think it's I don't think it's likely, and I don't think I it's don't think happen. so either. I think the draw with Iran, and I think any reason to watch an Iran game, watch it for Ali Reza and Sardar Azmoun. These two just tremendous talents that are coming out of Iran, and who knows, maybe Iran makes it to Qatar twenty twenty two and maybe has an even better team, a more experienced team, one that has maybe a trophy in the Asian Cup behind their belt, and we'll see what they can do. So for Esteban Bailey, Ori Benatar here. Make sure to continue listening to our previews. This was the Iran preview as our Road to Moscow continues here on the Top Flight Podcast.